there. My name is Martha. And I'm Colby. And this is the Shit You Need to Know podcast. The show where we talk about what you need to know to live your best millennial life. Listen in each week as we talk about everything from our favorite pizza to how to drop your toxic friends. We ask each other the questions and somewhere between us, there's an answer. Because there's shit you need to know. Hey, I'm Martha. And this is Colby on the Shit You Need to Know podcast. A podcast where we talk about things you need to know and some things you didn't. Time for the question of the week. It's very simple. Is Winnie the Pooh a boy, a girl, or non-binary? Colby, what do you think? I think we should let Winnie tell us whatever they identify as. Unfortunately, Winnie is a fictional character. (laughs) Well, you know, I guess we're just going to have to wait for that for that book. And maybe it never happened. Maybe maybe they want to keep that to themselves. I guess by logic, you could think that Winnie is a boy just because most of the people who have voiced Winnie the Pooh are men. Um, He also doesn't wear pants, which women typically don't. What? They do wear pants. (laughs) 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 Just give me a second to realize what I was saying. Uh, Women do wear pants. Winnie the Pooh does not wear pants. Um, We're just, I'm, you know, putting this into as simple terms as possible. I think the easiest answer is that Winnie the Pooh is probably non-binary. You can find me on Instagram at Real Martha Riley and at SYNTK Pod if I remember to update it. Where can we find you, Colby? You can find me at Colby Complaints and also on the podcast Never Made Varsity. Welcome back to Pop Culture Month on our podcast. Last week we talked about Avatar The Last Airbender. Oops, I just yes. screamed into the microphone. Because Avatar is exciting. It is. And you know, we had a really good time. And so we want to remind you that if you also had a really good time, let us know. And this could be a separate podcast that we do, separate from Shit You Need to Know, uh, recapping the show. Because I looked and there's actually only 45 episodes of the show. Um, plus, I guess, like a live action movie and then like what a spinoff series. So it's totally doable. Sequel series. Yeah, it's doable. Uh, let us know. Find us on Instagram. Write us a review that I don't read that I probably should read. And we'll see where it goes from there. Yes. What are we talking about this week? This week, we are sharing our unpopular early I am sharing my unpopular opinions in pop culture because Martha doesn't know how this game works. Colby thinks mine are opinions, but I think they're unpopular opinions of mine. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Okay. Uh, Okay, let's do this. How about we just go (laughs) one for one? One of us will say our opinion on the thing and then we will go back and forth by the way these are not all negative some of these are positive we're gonna try to praise some stuff we don't we think doesn't get enough love we're gonna gonna spread it around okay i'm gonna set a timer and you have one minute to explain your opinion to us and when the timer ends it'll be this so in three Two, one, tell me your opinion. Go. I'm I'm not gonna rush this. You're just gonna we can talk about it. <laughs> we can talk about it. But my first one is Ghostbusters. I don't like it. 
I don't like so I'm talking about the 80s Ghostbusters. I'm not going to embarrass myself with my lack of movie date trivia. But yeah, Ghostbusters, I don't get what the big deal is. It's fine. It made me chuckle a couple times. It got really weird at the end. It's just I don't get why this is the movie that they want to reboot over and over and over again. Have you seen Ghostbusters? Yeah, and I set that timer for an hour, so that plan is out the window, <laughs> not a minute. Um, yeah, I've seen both Ghostbusters, the older one and the newer one, and I like them. I couldn't say they're like my top 10 favorite movies of all time, but the older one was definitely better than the one with uh, Leslie Jones, Kate McKinnon, and Chris Hemsworth randomly. Um, I don't know what how far he fell going from Thor to like a hot Ghostbuster, I guess. But that, that movie made money, didn't it? I think so. Because I'm not people, sure. people want to see a Ghostbuster. It was good. And I think the original cast is good, but I haven't seen it in so long that I really don't know like what it is even about anymore. I think there's a marshmallow man. Um, the, the puff guy, the puff guy. Yep. Oh yeah. Film Twitter. Come get at me. If you're <laughs> tell me how, how wrong I am. We're uh, just 2016. Ghostbusters. We're just trying to remember the plot of Ghostbusters because it's not memorable. <laughs> it's not. Is there much of a plot though? Could you say like, it is just like them catching ghosts. That's like the one sentence summary. It's them. I think they like, quit their jobs and then start a ghost hunting business after they see one in a library I think is the inciting incident of that movie oh see you remember more than I do I don't really I also watched it this year because it was it's on my poster of like 100 movies bucket list so I watched it this year and yeah not feeling Ghostbusters but is that like a pop culture opinion because I feel like my opinion is I don't think it's very good okay (laughs) That's fair. I accept that. It's I don't think it's very good, and I don't get I don't get why it's so popular. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's bad. I think it just is. That's my opinion. So I guess we are in agreement. There we go. All right, your turn. My opinion in popular culture, which is what pop culture stands for, if you didn't know, Thank pop you. is short for popular. Um, I think Taylor Swift is a snake. I thought pop was short for popcorn, but I'm glad you cleared that up. Or pop is the drink also known as soda in the Midwest. That's weird. My very popular opinion is that pop is stupid, but let's talk about Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is a snake. Okay. Do you remember back when, when Kim Kardashian posted videos of her phone conversation with Kanye, Taylor and Kanye were talking about it. And there's a line in one of Kanye's songs on one of his uh, Life of Pablo on one of his songs. I think it's famous. Yeah, famous. And it like it, it calls out Taylor Swift and. Taylor Swift like gives her consent to be in the song and then she turns around and creates the album Reputation which is all about like like being a bad person or like you know people are coming after me like I'm such a victim and like I don't do anything to help 
other people. Like I'm super helpless. I just play with my cats all day. That's my opinion of Taylor Swift. I don't think that she is very interesting. I don't think she has personality. I think her new album Lover was really not that good besides the song London Boy because it had Idris Elba like in the intro. But I just think I think she steps on next to get where she is. And maybe she is a really nice person. Um, but I don't think she's like the pinnacle of American culture. And we probably shouldn't look to her as like um, a figurehead in our society. I mean, I don't like Taylor Swift. I, But I also, I mean. Why don't you like her? So, yeah, I could talk about that now. I don't like her because uh, 1989 was not that good of an album. <laughs> like I really, I liked, that was the one I, I liked. I like Fearless, and um, did she have a self-titled? I don't remember. Either way, uh, I actually really like Red. I think Red's a pretty decent album, and I feel like that's the one people don't like. That's an unpopular opinion. I like Red. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I listened to 1989, and it was not good. And a lot of it felt uh, like it felt shallow to me, which shallow pop music is fine. Like there's tons of shallow pop music. I like Uh, the Chainsmokers when they were popular for like three months. They did not have a deep song in their repertoire, but like I liked them. Baby, pull me closer in the backseat of your Rover. Yeah, that's really getting at the heartstrings of America. But (laughs) I don't even have a Range Rover. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the problem here. I think that like old Taylor Swift was a lot more genuine than what we see now. And I also think I think that's true. I think that a lot of her songs are the same song over and over again. Like everyone's mean to me and this is how the media sees me and so on and so forth. And it's fine to have one of those and that's Blank Space and Blank Space is a really good song. But you can't do that over and over and over again. Like 1989, a lot of those songs are about how the media sees her, how the media sees her reputation is about how the media sees her. I haven't listened to Lover because that's a one dumb name for an album. I'm just not that interested in Taylor Swift anymore. But I listened to the lead single, Me. And oh that's a song about God. how the media sees her. It's like, yeah. good Lord, you can't make this song over and over and over again. So that's how I feel about Taylor Swift. I I can only get so mad about a woman being mad about a man calling her a bitch in front of (laughs) everyone. (laughs) So, I mean, whatever. I do think there is some lean in feminism happening there that makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, I think she's just very formulaic. Like when you said her older albums, like, yeah, she was a country star and then she completely revamped her image to become this pop star. And... I don't know. Like, I think she just should have picked one or the other, not both. No, uh, but I think you can be a country star in a in a pop star. Like, I think Mary Morris went. She went from country to pop, and I I like what she's doing. Uh, Casey Musgraves is kind of hanging closer. I mean, Casey Musgraves is like all over a bunch of genres, but like, but I think you don't they did have it to better. Uh, sure yes i think i would probably say they did it better but i don't malign her for going to pop i malign her for getting dumber like i feel like her i feel like her music makes me feel less smart than i am that makes sense no i agree with you i think we're in agreement on this like taylor swift i think she's a snake um when in reality that may be a harsh term she's just not that great i just it's a 
it started from a musical thing for me before it gets before I got to like her personal <laughs> life. On I feel like this is going to be a theme for you. <laughs> but we can move on to mine. If we're going to stick with music, I don't like the killers. Uh, so I think that means you've never heard Mr. Brightside belted out in a dive bar for karaoke. Oh, my God. I don't. It's one note. Like it, like it's the least no, dynamic no, song true. I've ever heard. I can't. It's the same thing over and over. I it's one of the least interesting songs I've heard in my entire life, and I just I cannot for the life of me. I'm glad hashtag y'all love it. But I, You're getting I heated can't. about this. I can't get into Mr. Brightside. Coming out of my it. cage and I've been killers. doing just fine. Gotta, gotta be down because child. I want it all. <laughs> it started out with a kiss. How did it end up like this? It was That's already more notes was than what's in the actual song. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, that's all I have to say about the Killers. I just don't think they're a very interesting band. So I, that's like the only song that I know of the Killers. So I don't, I don't think they're bad. I think they probably have better songs than Mr. Brightside that we are unaware of. Yeah, but that song does not make me want to go look for him. <laughs> if they find me, that's fine, but I ain't going to go look for him. <laughs> that was very Southern of you. <laughs> you when you get mad, your Southern accent comes out. It's funny. Maybe a little bit. All right, my next thing is not every show needs a goddamn podcast to talk about it. I say... <laughs> We say as we as we just like covered contemplating Avatar. A, an Avatar: the Last Airbender rewatch like, podcast. Every show, like there are some shows that are just shows. They don't need a podcast to explain about it. Uh, we don't need to go deep into like the symbolism or like allegories of the show. They're just meant to be enjoyed, and I think that's the same things with movies too. Like. When I go to a movie, I don't want to think about the other things going on. I just want to watch the goddamn movie. Like, like, okay, so a lot of podcasts are doing Star Wars right now. I get that. That makes sense to me. That's the thing that's like lauded in pop culture is like a very important thing. And uh, a lot of it's hard to understand if you're like me and watch them very rapidly after another and I don't know a lot of the extra facts that went into the movie that could enhance a viewer's experience. Watchmen probably needed a podcast um, the the Watchmen show right now because I don't know what the fuck's happening but like a show like okay say you were recapping like fucking Scrubs you don't need a podcast to recap Scrubs I have no idea if there's a Scrubs podcast oh I'm about to look right now but there is a podcast where the women of the office are recapping the office you don't need that that's like a simple show you don't need to like go deeper into this Michael Scott is still a dick that's that's it uh there is my Scrubs podcast there we go Scrubs scrub down there okay, yeah, That's so there's a podcast. Scrubs podcast. You do not need a Scrubs podcast. And listen, I love podcasts. I mean, I do a podcast. I want to do more podcasts. Don't you like, barely listen to podcasts? I know, I only listen to like... <laughs> I've been listening more now, now that I have... uh a longer commute so that's been good but i listen to like celebrity gossip podcasts my own podcast and like a couple more and i support them i support creators obviously but i'm not gonna listen to your scrubs podcast 
But listen to Avatar The Last Airbender. Ha- you still haven't read how to read literature like a professor, have you? No. Is that on my reading list? Yes, it is. Okay, I'll it's, read it's, it though. Listen, it, will, it helps with understanding symbolism and... But not in Scrubs. I, listen, I've, I've literally never seen an episode of Scrubs, <laughs> okay, so I don't know. It, it could be the deepest show on television, no one told me, but... It's pretty good, to be honest. So I've heard. We don't need a podcast for it, though, because I can just tell you it's good. That's it. That's all you need to know. Mm, that's it. That's the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we've established that we Ghostbusters is bad. Taylor Swift is not great. The killers are bad. Um, and not every show needs a podcast to talk about it. We should be more positive. Let's be more positive now. Okay. What's your next take? Revenge of the Sith is a good movie. And not only is Revenge of the Sith a good movie, Revenge of the Sith is a top three Star Wars movie. Ooh, you lost me at top three. I think it's a good movie. Okay, so Martha recently watched a bunch of Star Wars with the Slack, and I kept up as best I could. But because I don't love Star Wars, I like Star Wars. Uh, and my top three, which is maybe more controversial than Revenge of the Sith being <laughs> top three, which some people might agree with, are, I guess, from three to one, three, seven, eight. Last Jedi is my favorite, followed by The Force Awakens, followed by Revenge of the Sith. I think that the first two prequels are unnecessary and that the last one really drives home the point that they're trying to make. I think it makes good political commentary that you wouldn't expect from a Star Wars movie in 2005 uh, for those audiences, I guess. I think if you made Star Wars or the Star Wars movies we're making now, you could probably align with the times, but I don't think people were thinking of Star Wars in that way in 2005. What happens in Revenge of the Sith? Because to be honest, I'm having a hard time remembering. It's when um, Anakin turns into Darth Vader. Yeah, I know, but there's other plot points, probably. Uh, Padme dies in childbirth. It's when... Oh, uh, okay. It's when... Emperor Palpatine uh, reveals himself as Darth Sidious. Oh, shit. He's coming back, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Which I, I still love how the how the Sith don't even try to not be, not sound evil with their, <laughs> with their little names. So I agree with you. I think it is a good movie. It's not my top three but it is my top five i think if i had to rank my star wars movies it would probably be eight seven six uh three so it's up there for me that is remarkably similar i do not like return of the jedi like that but i only like six because of the ewoks i'm gonna tell you right now that's the I, major, I that's very that's a high reason they're ranked that high <laughs> I can take or leave a, uh, an Ewok. No. Like, I didn't say they're bad. I they're just so like, I can take them or leave them. They're cuddly. Oh, uh, yeah, they're cute. They're chill. <laughs> Nothing against Ewoks. They got their little song. It's, it's a good time. Come back to us in December when we have seen the new Star Wars movie, and we will update our rankings for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, and uh, Never Made Varsity is doing a review of The Last Jedi, so pop into that. Here is my next opinion about this is an unpopular opinion in pop culture. Um, Fast and Furious movies are really fucking good. 
They're more than just cars. It's about family. And I will die on that hill. I think everyone should watch Fast and Furious. Hobbs and Shaw that came out earlier this year was a masterpiece. Like, truly, The Rock and Jason Statham, Vanessa Kirby. Oh, my God. There was a scene in that movie where there was, like, four cars attached to a helicopter, and it was so good. What are your opinions on those movies? I've still never seen a Fast nor Furious Holy shit, Nor dude. Nor a Hob or a Shaw. We have been doing this podcast for like almost 12 weeks now. I think we maybe need to change that. I, it, I've i just never been interested in the Fast and Furious. It doesn't seem like it's my jam. Well, there is something for everyone. There are action. There is romance. There is like heist movie. It's like truly so good. Like they're, Like it's so good. I almost said, but I saw Bumblebee and then I remember that was Transformers. Yeah, I haven't seen. Like Gal Gadot (laughs) is in it. Fucking Wonder Woman is in these movies. If I I don't, I can't rank them all off the top of my head. It would require some thinking, but Seven is up there. Um, Tokyo Drift, I love. That's an unpopular opinion. Not a lot of people like Tokyo Drift, but that was like my first one ever. So I like it a lot. I, I wish I could contribute. They seem like they're fine. I, I think that, I think if I watched it, I would be like, yeah, that was fine. Well, let's aim to change your opinion on that. I think you'll like them a lot. What's your next and final unpopular opinion? My last one is that Soldier Boy does not get enough respect. Okay. I think I think that Soldier Boy changed the landscape of rap forever. Why? Snap rap does not blow up like it did without soldier boy we do not see internet rap come up like we don't get soundcloud rappers if soldier boy does not blow up on youtube and i think i mean his song like he's not a great rapper that's not a secret but he made the beats that he had and what he was able to do with it and be able to be a legit sensation I think changed the way producers make rap and changed the way artists were look like or what changed the way artists got popular in rap and changed the way uh, we find the music that we listen to. I don't think I know enough about Soldier Boy to respond to this. <laughs> like, I don't we I don't think we get Teach Me How to Ducky without Soldier Boy. I don't think we get Juju on that beat without Soulja Boy. All of these like dance crazes that come out of nowhere. We didn't see that before Soulja Boy was up in this hoe. <laughs> <laughs> it, like everything stems from that. And I think that people need to realize that okay. Soulja Boy actually changed things forever. How do you feel about Soulja Boy? Do you remember Soldier Boy? Yeah, that one song. And also, Beyonce sampled Soldier Boy in Lemonade. Really? I didn't know that. And um, hold up. At the end, she goes, "Pop up out the bed, turn my swag on." I look in the mirror, say, "What's up?" That's a uh, straight up Soldier Boy. Oh shit! That's "Turn My Swag On" by Soldier Boy. Speaking of music, uh, Kanye West is a good person. Mm-hmm. 
I think he is well-intentioned and well-meaning, and I think he's very good at what he does. I think, you know, with his easy line, like, that was very iconic. Um, I think perhaps some of the things he's doing with the new stuff, like uh, Jesus is King, that album, not great. Um, I don't think you should tell your employees not to have premarital sex when that is very hypocritical. (laughs) Probably. I assume Kanye had sex. I don't know. I don't want to think about it too much, but I think he's a good person and is maybe like going through some things right now. And maybe we need to be more supportive of that. Um, Because I think the Kardashians are smart people. I guess that's a bonus hot take. I think I know they know exactly what they're fucking doing. So I don't know. I think Kanye's not dead, but I think he he had some trouble when his mom died. And I think that is still like plaguing him. But I think maybe once he gets over that, like we could see Kanye 2.0 rise from the ashes. I don't know. I'm feeling like I always like his music and I think he's like a very talented artist, but I think he's maybe lost right now. So let's break this into Kanye, the artist and Kanye, the person for me. Okay. Okay. That's fair. So let me just, I'm bringing up his discography just to make sure that I can, just to make sure we get this all the way. We want to be accurate on this podcast. Accurate? Accurate. That's how DJ Khaled said accurate one time. <laughs> all right, let's do this. So I think that the four album span from late registration, graduation, eight awakes and heartbreaking might be full dark twisted fantasy is an all time like that if you only release those four albums, you are going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like it, it, those are just bangers from front to back. Good music all the way through. Uh, college Dropout's good, too. But I think that late registration is w- when we start thinking of Kanye, how we think of Kanye. OK. Yeah. Like the popular stuff, like middle school bangers. Like Gold Digger, Touch the, si- Touch the Sky um the heady stuff with diamonds from sierra leone like that was such a good song these are the those are the kanye songs you know late registration i think college dropout had like jesus walks um which is a good song but you don't really think of college dropout like that uh after that it's a bunch of nothing like (laughs) like, jesus i think at black skinhead and that's it life of pablo sucked well what about his album with jay-z though like that was really good Watch the Throne's fine. Um, um, I don't dislike Watch the Throne. I, I don't think, think Life of Pablo is useless. I think there was some good discourse around that. Life of Pablo is... N- I I do not like the Life of Pablo. I just... <laughs> it's not interesting. Like, Kanye stopped being interesting. Like, Father Stretch My Hands is fine. I think that... It's fine. I, I think that Kanye stopped making saving his best beats for himself like the things that made like those first four albums great are partly because he had such a strong hand in the production that he was still making beats for other people but like the beats that he had for himself were knocking like those were those that music was really really banging and i think that i mean if we look at 
Oh, what's it? Pusha T's latest album? Um, his album that came out last year. I think Kanye did a good bit of production on that. And the beats on that album were going. It's one of my favorite albums from last year. I mean, I agree. He's a really good producer and he's like good at what he does. But, but he but like his music has not been interesting. Like nothing about his music has been good. What about Kid C Ghost with Kid Cudi? It's fine. That's interesting. It was interesting. Kid Ghost was fine. Like, I don't think it was anything revolutionary. I think it was a, a fine rap album. It's not. It was an artistic project. Yeah. Uh, I, but I'm not I'm not listening to Kid C Ghost like, whoa, this is like some heady shit that I haven't thought about before. Like, I think it was just like, a, this is just, a, this is. I'll agree with that. I It felt more like Kid Cudi than it felt like Kanye. I feel like this is really fun. We're just like debating. We never really get to do that on here. So this is kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Like Kid Cudi's fine. So yeah, I, I think that Kanye's music has been, and then what's his face? Jesus is King is what a shameless money grab. To be honest, I didn't listen to that in full yet, but yeah. How do you make a soulless gospel album? <laughs> like, how do you make a gospel album that makes you feel nothing? I think he was like, like trying to take his Sunday service and like package it into an album and it just didn't really work. Like, I don't know how much like black gospel music you listen to. Not but, like, much. It's like <laughs> gospel music. Like it has some beats, like it has some stuff that like really goes. If you're looking at like Mary Mary and Kirk Franklin, like Kirk Franklin is one of the best producers in music. It just so happens he makes gospel music. But like Kirk Frank, Kirk Franklin songs are like you could if you change the lyrics, <laughs> you could you could throw that on in the club and people would be dancing to it. Like it's good music. It's good stuff. And like you heard that ultralight beam, like ultralight beam, yeah, it, which has Kirk Franklin on it. Does it? It actually, it actually, yeah, it does. Um, it makes you feel something. This music doesn't make you feel anything, and people are telling him it makes you feel something. And like Bomani Jones said, we can't keep telling Kanye that these are bangers because if we tell Kanye that these songs that aren't bangers are bangers, then we aren't going to get bangers anymore. So we need to stop encouraging Kanye to make bad songs. Now, that's on the music side of things. On the personal side of things, like <laughs> Kanye has always been into he's always had narcissistic tendencies and he's always wanted to surround himself with important people. Mm -hmm. Like that's just what he does. But does that make him a bad person? I mean, it does when it super, like, I feel like if you are going to religion to try to, and that's going to be your thing you think is going to take you to the next level in your career without like, and you're going to like the mega churches like Joel, like Joel Osteen is over here saying <laughs> like, that's not. No, like no. It, it feels dirty to me. OK, um, that on top of like um, the fucking with Trump's stuff, which is just, again, him trying to surround himself with important people without thinking of any of the ramifications. Him saying that slavery is a choice. I'm not going to fuck with that either. Like this is all stuff with just him in the most extreme ways, clout chasing in a way that I cannot fuck with at all. OK, so I agree with you and I'm not going to fight you on that because I did actually forget about the Trump stuff and that kind of changes my answer. Uh, so Maybe instead of Kanye West is a good person, Kanye West was a good person. He had his time and now it's probably over. And I, I do think that 
things have gone downhill for him for him once his mom died like yeah. I, I i i see like i if you look at like the chronologic the chronological timeline of when things happen for kanye there's like a clear line when his mom died but it's just i i can't do it anymore like i i'm sorry but you can't you also can't use that forever i i can't you cannot forever be saying oh well my mom died and it kind of messed me up it was like sorry dude like it, at some point you need to be a functioning member of society again and you are not doing that right now and i think he has a certain amount of privilege for like being a celebrity so you're right. He can't necessarily use that for his whole life because he has resources available to him that like will help with shit like that. And the fact that he's maybe not taking advantage of that um, definitely like shows in his day to day life. And it's not great. But I think he did apologize for some of the Trump stuff, if I'm misremembering, because I think Kim like talked to him about it. I can't really remember. But and I don't want like to be quoted on that. But I don't know. I mean, okay, like that that doesn't no, mean no, no, that, no. that I have to listen to your music anymore. No, like. no, 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 no. And that's, that's not what I'm saying. And I'm not like advocating go listen to Kanye right now. He's great. Um, I think he was a really talented person and like probably, you know, I'm not going to like make defenses for him, even though this was my opinion. But I think that, yeah, his music was good. Now it is not good. Um, and he's made questionable choices. So... I'm amending my statement. I mean, but I guess I don't know. Is something different with Kanye than other like artists who have done stuff who, um, and then I like stop listening to their music. Like for whatever reason, like I can still like without any like apprehension listen to old Kanye, and I still bump that shit. <laughs> like I, I don't know why. Like there is some, there are other artists where it's like I can't do like any of this music anymore. But um, the other day I was driving somewhere and Good Life came on my Spotify and I turned that all the way up. <laughs> like <laughs> there's, I think there's a certain measure of nostalgia there, but I think that his music is so personal. I think it's easy to go back to, to when you hear that, it's like, oh yeah, this is a place where, in Kanye's life where he was still, I don't know, still the old Kanye, not the new Kanye. Yeah. I have a lot of, can, can you tell I have a lot of music opinions? Oh, yeah, yeah, clearly. <laughs> well, and I just want to say, like, take this with a grain of salt that I am, like, a white woman and not a black man, and I view this from afar, so I can't say that, like, my opinion is necessarily right and Colby's is wrong. They're just different. We all bring different experiences to the table. Indeed. But good Lord, Jesus' is king is bad. Especially, like, he made a movie out of that. Oh, I'm not watching that. Neither am I. That's not worth paying for. I barely watch my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. <laughs> I liked my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy because they had Justin Vernon on it. And Justin Vernon's one of my favorite artists. So I think I'm like partial to that a little bit more. But yeah, Kanye is controversial and he will probably always be controversial. I think it was... um. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, the movie's called Runaway. It just has, um, it has music from the album on it. Are there any other unpopular opinions that have come up while we were talking? I think I just inserted them in whenever I felt like it. I think this was a fun episode. I think it's a tiny bit shorter, but I think it was a, it was a power-packed episode. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Shit You Need to Know. What are we talking about next week, Martha? Next week, we are playing a game show on the podcast. We love game shows, and so do you. So we're going to bring it to you. I'm going to win and bring you not the flamethrower. Uh, do you have one? You about to see next week. <laughs> Sorry, this episode was kind of a mess. I'm very tired, and for some reason, I feel really nauseous. So I hope you do it in any ways. <laughs> We'll see you next week on the Shit You Need to Know podcast. As always, stay classy, San Diego. (laughs) Find us online at www.shityouneedtoknow.com or needtoknow.show and on Twitter and Instagram at SYNTKpod. Thank you to Stephen Boyd and DJ Empirical for all things sound. And thanks to Sir and Purs for the artwork. Big shouts to Irene, even though you don't listen to the podcast. And don't forget to rate us five stars and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And we'll talk soon. I cut this out. I can't seem like I'm thinking on this. Um... <laughs>